I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Kill did it, Unsolved Mystery did it, Halloween Ghost Stories did it, The Gun Show did it. They did those. Yeah! Hey, what's going on, faithful listeners of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast? Hope you're having a beautiful Thanksgiving with friends, relatives, loved ones, pets, cryptids, or whatever the hell you're spending this holiday season with. Hope you're spending it with us as well, uh, because we decided to give you a second dose, or a second helping, if you will, of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. Um, hey, we're feeling the Thanksgiving spirit. Uh, but this week, uh, we recorded a little bit overboard and decided to cut the show up into two pieces. Uh, the first episode, which I'm sure you already listened to, is all about food, our fantasy food bowl. And then the second part is all about sports. And if you're a regular guy like us... Um, you, I mean, tradition is you watch football. You you sit around with you know your loved ones and you talk about sports, and that's exactly what we did. So, in the Thanksgiving spirit, here it is: Thanksgiving sports talk. Enjoy. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, walls, dogs. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, walls, dogs. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, greens, potatoes. I was gonna say that would yeah. be insane. It would be a crazy home field advantage, but also the the road trips would suck like yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah, because it's like okay to go to LAX to Hawaii. That's like a fucking six hour plane ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, have you ever been on a fucking six seven hour plane? <laughs> New ride? York City to Hawaii. Yeah, it's. I was gonna, oh. I was gonna say imagine imagine if they go both ways, fucking Hawaii to London. Oh god, for a fucking football game, and then the other way. No, fuck that. Uh. Just keep it in fucking okay. Just immediate cities in Canada, immediate cities like maybe in Mexico, and like that's it. Like if you want to have oh, like, Canada oh. already has a, a football league. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why the United States wants or the football like the NFL, NFL wants to leave the United States. I know, I get it. It's a money thing, I was, but at the same time, it like 
Dude, there's there's uh, cities in the United States that don't have football teams. Yeah, like, exactly. You should yeah. Work on that. San Diego. I was, yeah. I was gonna say, fucking uh, one of the big one of the NFL's big things is they're saying that we're gonna be the first major league to go international. Like motherfucker. Like what about the Toronto, Toronto Raptors? Raptors yeah. The fucking uh, the Blue Leagues. Jays. Fucking uh, like a third of the NHL. Like See, the NHL every makes other more league, sense. every other league has an international presence. The NHL does make sense. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, hockey is Canada's sport. Like I don't know why fucking. The U.S. teams have them. I guess it, it's just like a money thing or yeah. whatever. There's more money to be made. Like Las Vegas, why do you have a fucking hockey team? Yeah. But like when they went to the Stanley Cup, like every, like everybody in Las Vegas was a fucking whatever yeah, they yeah. called Golden Knight. Yeah, Golden Knight fan or whatever. And I was yeah. just like, okay, I guess you know. But it's just at the same time, like I'm sure there's some fucking cities in Canada. Yeah. They don't have a fucking um, hockey team anymore. Like what yeah. was the team um, in Canada? The Jets. Winnipeg. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Jericho always talks about that. It's just like, what the fuck happened to that? Now it's like, what, the Phoenix Coyotes or whatever? Well, they were the Phoenix Coyotes, and now they have a new Winnipeg Jet. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, wow, like, really? Like, Man. Phoenix doesn't need a goddamn hockey. Speaking of uh, sports teams, do you guys, uh, you guys watch Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. There's uh, the uh, Hassan Minad. He has his own show on there, the Patriot Act show. And he mentions the Big Show Blaze on there. Really? Yeah, I right. thought it was really cool because he talks about, uh, like, minor league teams. And then he talks about like his home team. Uh, they have like a small like baseball team, and they're oh. like I think it's called like the something nuts or something like that. <laughs> and their mascot looks like a testicle. He's like, yeah, that's my local team. And he's like, but there's also the Big Show Blaze, or like it can get worse. It could be the Big Show Blaze. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, they don't even exist anymore. Yeah, that's rough. They're the train robbers yeah, now. The train robbers. God. Probably because it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. You know what though? Like when it was the Bakersfield Dodgers, like we that fucking stadium was on fire like yeah. no bl- not no blaze fucking reference needed right there because i mean just like everybody was out there you knew that those, t- those was that players- a contract thing what, what- yeah, um, that's who the Dodgers contracted out, which made sense because yeah, 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 yeah. like an hour and a half up north, you yeah. know, you Close had all the Albuquerque. Yeah, you have fucking all the players that are just ready to be called up. We had Mike Piazza, we had Hideo Nomo, we had Eric Caros, like anybody those anybody like in the 90s and late 80s. Like, they went through Bakersfield, yeah. you know, yeah. and you still see their murals, like, all over town, or all over that stadium. It's just like, man, and I remember going to those games, like, when I was a little kid, and it was just like, it was packed. Mm-hmm. And then I, I forgot the last few times that I went to, like, a Blaze game. Like, even, like, when they're saying, hey, this is it, guys, it's the last season, like, you guys better get involved. It was just sad. Yeah. So. You know, it's, it's crazy you say that, because uh, you look at, like, a minor team, minor league team like that in Bakersfield, and even, like, the... Um, the Condors, like they do pretty well. Like the Condors' attendance yeah. is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I was just watching this thing about the WNBA and how the WNBA lost like ten million dollars each year that it's been active. Uh-huh. And so it's getting to the point where like they're either gonna need to uh, move out to like smaller cities. So instead of being like the the uh, LA like Sparks, Sparks or whatever, they would have to be like the Bakersfield Sparks or something. Wow. Yeah. That's or they would have to play right before the Lakers game to like give the fans like an extra free game. Mm-hmm. Just so they can like keep like not lose money right. or like turning on the light that's staple or something. Wow. So, um, yeah, I thought that was really sad. But you know what? If they come to Bakersfield, they're gonna have to compete with the Bakersfield Jam, and that's they would. <laughs> you can't even get tickets for the Jam though. <laughs> the Bakersfield Jam. Did you know you could only buy uh, like year long yeah. passes? Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. But I've, I've actually been to a Jam game, and it was it was fun. It was cool really? as fuck. But I mean, was it like an original Jam though? Uh. No, no, this is a, this is a few years back, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was fucking dope. I almost but, went I to mean, one. It, it's funny too because you know how uh, like uh, Condors is a feeder system for uh, the Oilers. Yeah. And, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, you know, they're all, fucking uh, the Bakersfield Jazz had fucking the Memphis Grizzlies logo, the LA Clippers logo, and someone else's logo on their shorts because oh yeah, they share their feeders for all of the fucking yeah. Like that's like the D League just doesn't get a whole lot of love, man. No, well, it doesn't. well now they're sold. They got sold to the Gatorade thing, so yeah. now they're the G League. Yeah. Oh, that's right, the G League. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's fucking. You know what? You know what league is surprisingly good? Like, I mean, it, on paper it looks so stupid, but Ice Cube's three on three. Like that's actually where did you even that's watch fun. that? I've, I don't even know where you would find Big that. Three. I don't know where where it is. I only ever see it for some reason. I only ever watch it when I go to no uh, when I go to Dionysus. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they have, have it, on they have it on. They'll have it on every time. I, I know that that's a thing, but I'm, I don't know where it's, it gets played. It's fun. Like the, you, the like the cats playing are definitely like older. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I but know. It's they've like, got but they've got they've still they've still got handles, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I know it's like Baron Davis is out there and mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. It's more fun because it's not so regimented too. Where it's just like, yeah. okay, there's so many rules. It's like like watching like like playground. Like if you ever seen like the yeah. Rucker, like those games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's entertaining to watch. It's not like you're gonna pick a team like that you want to follow or whatever. But it's just like good like entertainment yeah. just to sit there and watch. It's you know? all it's all half court. And they don't even they don't, the, the the court is specifically a half court. They just cut it off. They don't <laughs> yeah, even have the full yeah. thing. And then um, at the top of the uh, not at the top of the key at the top of the arc. There's like three circles uh-huh. that have a four on them, and if you make the shot from that spot, you get four points. Yeah, you know what it reminds and me it's, of? It's actually it's it, it's fun. It's fun. It's cool. This isn't this isn't being recorded, is it? Yeah, because what I'm about to say might I mean? sound really sexist. Oh, go ahead. Ooh, okay. Well, I was just gonna say I think what the WNBA needs is maybe like bring in the three point line and maybe lower to the. Yeah, that would make I, it more. I, fun. I mean, not. Is it sexy? I mean, it's hard to watch. I'm a huge basketball fan. You can only watch it's layups so many times. It's hard to watch, I, man. College basketball is better. D League basketball or G League basketball is mm-hmm. funner to watch. Even that sounds more entertaining. Yeah, it's just hard to watch after like three point miss after three point miss layups. You never see a block shot. You see one dunk a game. Or, or the if that because yeah. I remember like when they had like the first like WNBA player that dunked or whatever yeah. like Pretty it was like grinding. literally like seven years yeah. after like the initial game between the Sparks and like the Liberty or whatever yeah. and I was like wow it's rough to watch because oh. I literally like when it first started I was trying to give it a chance because they sold it on okay the NBA is over now it's time to let the girls play yeah, like yeah. we got next or whatever right? so they do it like completely the seasons are completely opposite of each other so that you get nothing but that viewership and, and I remember it, it feeling really like so out. much fucking depression like even like okay the Lakers when the Lakers before the Lakers started winning championships like even like when the Bulls like would rattle off like three championships in a row like you would just like get so invested into basketball then all of a sudden it would just be gone like I'd feel like this like after season depression like oh man I need I need basketball man baseball is just not gonna do it you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like like yeah, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire are smacking home runs out, but fuck, I need <laughs> basketball. You they know, do something. This was, this they either poor Sammy Sosa started bleaching his skin and <laughs> yeah, like fucking it looks pink, pink. Skin. Samuel Sosa. Yeah. He they need to like just make the three point lines touch each other, mm-hmm. and so it's like the court's that small. I, where you it's know what? like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think that would be sexist at all because it would just make oh, everything man. more entertaining. There, there they is, gotta figure something there, there out. is, there is a physiological difference. There is, and there, there are some, uh, some genetic anomalies. I'm thinking of like Gabby Garcia's from uh, Jiu Jitsu or Chris Cyborg's from MMA and whatnot. But I mean, even like Chris Cyborg, but is even considered then, huge, like, and she's a 145er. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like six five centers like, out there. Yeah. yeah. Like, Lisa Leslie would love a smaller court because that means there's less fucking. You think Shaq would complain if they shrunk the court for him? No, he would be like, I guess I don't have to fucking run as much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, as a big man, I would love yeah. that shit, or a big woman, I'd love that shit. So. Fucking, uh, they play the the. It is a regulation uh, 
Like an NBA. Yeah, WWE and the NBA court are the same fucking thing. They're yeah, the same yeah. size. Uh, is the basket the same height? I'm looking at that right now. And when you, like, half of your players are the size of Muggsy Bogues, like, oh, yeah. come on, like. Every player is below six feet. Yeah. I think Brittany Griner was the tallest one at, like, six, eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, she can dunk on every player. Yeah. Yeah, if I, if I can. She's the modern. Yeah, everything. The, the, uh, the height of the basket, the width of the rim, uh, the size of the court, the three-point line, everything is identical from the NBA to the WNBA. And that, yeah, that just doesn't seem right. That seems yeah. like. That just seems unfair. Like, you know, like, I, I like, what would you, to me, like, right now, we're both around, like, five, between 5'10 five, and 5'8, five, right? Yeah. Like, where, what court would you rather play on? Like, a fucking 10 foot, like, full regulation size basketball court or fucking the, the Noble Elementary basketball court down the street, which is, like, maybe, like, eight feet tall, fucking. What That's is still they, a stretch for me. I don't know. <laughs> you know? I, I, haven't, I, I haven't been jumping, and my, my cow's fucked up right now, man. I haven't really been trying to work like that in a minute, you know? So, fucking even trying to jump eight feet. Yeah. I actually might be able to do that, but still. Still, it's a principle of the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd have more fun doing that. I know that the, the three-point line is something that we've all, well, I've pretty much, as far as I've been watching, it's been there. You know, I've never lived with the NBA with no three-point line. Mm-hmm. But it is pretty gimmicky, like, once you think about it, like, a three-point line. Like, if they had a field goal thing in the NFL where, like, if you kick it after the 40-yard line, it counts as four yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems kind of gimmicky. And so, like... That's an old ABA thing that it, came back. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's pretty gimmicky. If, if it were up to me, like, it's 50%. This point is worth 50% more than any other point yeah. on the court. It doesn't really make sense to me. But I mean, it brings viewership. So if the NBA of the WNBA can come up with something like that, mm-hmm. where like if you dunk, it's or worth like four the points. fucking four point circles at the end of the fucking uh, <laughs> the top of the arc, or, <laughs> or or like you know when like the shot clock starts winding down, like once it turns into the last three seconds, it's worth five points or something <laughs> ridiculous like that. Yeah, like that would make it really interesting. I don't know. They got to come See, up with something. Okay, that right there, I have a problem with because that's gonna slow the game down so much. Okay, what about everyone's this? Everyone's gonna you be bring waiting. the shot clock down to 10 seconds all right i'm down with that okay wow. i'm down with that <laughs> one of the cool things that the nba did this year is i don't know if you guys realize that the offensive rebound yeah thing? the offensive yeah. rebound doesn't reset the shot clock Ooh. no it does reset but it resets to like uh, 12 14 se- 14, seconds 14 seconds yeah yeah, yeah. which so, i but, thought so was it's a not, good yeah idea. It's, it's, i like it's that. a full 10 seconds off yeah i like that yeah mm-hmm. that's a, i'm down with that shit because, I mean, in theory, you don't have to travel the, the length of the court. You're not worried about... Yeah, you're, you're already there. You don't need that extra 10 seconds to set something up. You can the only thing I don't like seconds. is that we're getting closer and closer to eliminating the big man from the NBA. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's only, oh, like, yes. two of them left. Yeah. The big man is kind of, like, starting to become an extinct thing. So, uh, I, I feel like if, like, Shaq came out in the draft this year, he, he might be, like, the, like, third 30th pick in the... Because it, it's yeah. just the value is just not there anymore. Yeah. Like, a guy that goes... To, to the rim on every play is just like not really that just valuable. Not, not as important. Yeah. Like I said, a three point a three pointer is literally fifty percent more valuable than Shaq getting a dunk. So or would a, you say this though? Like if like you Shaq Shaq like the actual Shaq. Let's say there was a player that had every single attribute that Shaq had, or Duncan or David Robinson. I think they would be more valuable because in the land of no centers, really. Like that player would be able to change the market, the whole, the whole yeah. the outlook well, of the game, because everybody the, is out there trying the to game, shoot threes. The game would have to evolve. Here's the thing: the game, the, have, the game has evolved. I mean, the closest thing we have to Shaq right now is probably like Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis does not play a Shaq like yeah. game. No, no. Anthony no, no, Davis no. steps out and shoots threes now. Yeah. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis tries to like handle the ball, and that's why Anthony Davis is as good as we all know. We all see him play. Like the eye test is there. Like he just doesn't contribute that much. Like no. he's just no. not as valuable as a Steph Curry, because mm-hmm. he's just. He's a big man. It's slower. 
injuries are more likely. A sprained ankle for a big man is not the same as a sprained ankle for a six-one. I'm pretty sure Yao guard. Ming's foot is still broken right now. Like, <laughs> how, many, how, how many years has that been? They're man? still putting it Jesus together. <laughs> Even Tim Duncan, as you know, like as you you brought him up, he he brought up every year he would try to lose like four four or five pounds every year as his, as he yeah, aged because yeah, yeah. he would try to step out further and further yeah. out because he knew like the valley wasn't there like you didn't have to go get beat up on every play like right. the old days like now you could step back and still i mean it's funny because two just, points is two points i was just thinking about that on the way here uh because at no point at no point would i have ever said that tyson chandler was going to be the missing piece on any fucking team <laughs> ever. Oh, know, he's right? an underrated and, player and dude I, he and, won he won I, the yeah. uh mabs that championship yeah man. yeah, yeah. But I, but I, I, I still, especially now in in the world of like you said, the diminishing big man, like I don't know that I would have ever said that he is the one piece missing from the fucking championship team from the like. But he's he knows least, his role. He knows, rebound, he knows his role. Tip exactly. balls out. Yeah, rebound, tip balls out, guard. That's it. that's yeah. that's really yeah. He he's not there to be an offensive like. And here's the thing too that was killing the Lakers because they would be in every game almost and. JaVel McGee would sit down and you'd have nobody in the middle. Yeah, player. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why he's still starting. He's still starting. Yeah. But it, but it's funny because Tyson Chandler and and again, this is like what, three games now? But so it's this is definitely premature. I, I fully yeah, yeah. admit that. But still kind of like the eye test you were saying, Art fucking he's producing and which it, it's on the one hand it's kind of familiar to see because the Lakers have always had big great men. success when they've had great big men. Well and not the t- and but I mean I don't know. It's just it's just weird. It's just weird to see them. Uh, remember that year that Dwight Howard went to the NBA Finals? Yes. I think he went Orlando. against the Lakers, so you probably remember it. Yeah. Um, all he really did was he had a bunch of three-point shooters around yeah. him, uh-huh. and all he would do is rebound, block shots, and dunk. That's it. Yeah. He, and he, so, he, was just, he just got in the paint. He, he made sure that he got in the circle when he had to, got out in three seconds, and he was fucking fine. As dominant as we all knew he was. Uh-huh. Their value is so low right yes. now that it's just yes, like you're right. unless he can step out and like do like a fadeaway shot like Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki is the rebirth oh, yes. of the big man. Yeah. Dirk Nowitzki is probably the most, in my eyes, you know, in, in the in the even above like a Tim Duncan who I love. I think he's probably one of the most underrated big men because he was able to evolve. Like we all saw it. We all knew Shaq's talent. We all knew yeah. that. But Dirk was kind of like okay, I can do that too. But check this out. You're, what are you gonna do? You're gonna put Shaq on me in the three-point line. Shaq yeah. can't guard a three-point line. Yeah. It's just he he revolutionized the game. And and that's a, and that's the thing that like Shaq did so well is is he was just big. Yeah. He could he could bully his way into whatever situation, and he could just literally reach above anybody. And he did it in, in fantastic fashion for sure. But that's not gonna work for every fucking big man. So, if Dirk so was Dirk, 25 in today's NBA. Oof. Dirk, I mean, Dirk had forget about it. Beautiful little fadeaway, <laughs> fucking legs sticking out the whole way. I know that awkward you know, ass fucking yeah, jinky yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was he, like, he was. He's about ten years too late. Yeah, but he could have yeah, won yeah. like five championships. He could have. I really do think he, he could have won. He a got one. If he had, yeah. You know what I admire about Dirk too is his like dedication to the Mavs, and the Mavs have not always done the right things no. when it comes to like you know that that organization. So yeah. I mean, I, I gotta admire that too as well. Not, yeah, not just him as a. A player, but extremely underrated guy. Oh yeah, I've I've never had a problem with Dirk ever. No, Dirk. Dirk is uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, agree. I agree. He's top ten scoring, and he's never been over like a thirty point. uh, Here's one of the things I love about Dirk. It's like Dirk. A lot of people forget him that he's in Dallas. I see him a lot because the Spurs play Dallas four times a year, so I can see a lot of Dirk games. And like, man, he's just like still to this day, like he'll finesse the shit out of you, like. Yeah, he doesn't have to be a tough <laughs> yeah. guy, but he knows how to like 
outsmart the defense. Yeah. And like, what are you gonna do? You gotta put a point guard on him. You gotta put a shooting guard. The dude's seven feet tall. Yeah. You gotta put your big man on him. You can't put a big man. I remember when like the no. Spurs tried putting like Tiago Splitter on him, and it just <laughs> it wasn't working out. So it was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a tough guy to guard, man. I yeah, I revolutionized. I, 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 agree. I agree. Even like fe- feature guys like um, uh, Kevin Love, a guy like that who's not, maybe not as big as as um as Dirt. Six ten. Six ten or something like that. Yeah. You know, he wasn't able to do it. Like no. he just his body couldn't hold up. He lost a lot of weight. He couldn't do it because he couldn't do the in between game the way Dirk can. Dirk yeah. can go in there and get punched a couple of times. Like a lot of guys, they'll lose weight. You know, like, like Duncan was like, in my opinion, Duncan's like the king of the the in between game. Yeah, like, yeah. Because he knew how to like use the bank all all over the place. Uh, but uh, Dirk can do both. Dirk can get in the two point two point range and step out to the three three point range just to like create the craziest mis- mismatch you'll ever see in no, NBA and, but, and that's the thing. And I, I, I think uh, you kind of hit on that. Like, you know, Dirk's willing, can take a couple of hits, you know, yeah. when he comes in, but he doesn't have to. And because he can finesse the ever-loving Christ out of people. And the, uh, there's a lot of bigs that don't have that. There's a lot of bigs that have to be, that have to get in, have to take those licks, have to get down and dirty. And that's if one thing if they're I'm gonna glad be successful and for the evolution of the, the the position is because you look at players you know elder on in their years like a Charles Barkley like a Shaq even Duncan yeah. you look at them and it's just like they're so beat up yeah. you know you look at Bill Russell and you just want to cry oh yeah you yeah. know what oh, I'm saying yeah. and Bill Russell wasn't even like that big of a guy he was playing against smaller guys back in the day but you like look at it and you're just like man their bodies are so shot in basketball I mean I grew I'll up I'll say playing this ba- so I think Duncan was still pretty solid I think he retired at a good age there's no point where he like. But oh man, he felt bad for yeah. him at the but end. But he, he, you can tell though, he's hurting though. Like you can just tell. Yeah, Duncan played on one leg for the last like seven yeah. years of his exactly. career. That's but that's what I'm saying though. But that's that's why I'm glad partially because I kind of have like this this I guess motherly you know love for some of the players. <laughs> or it's just like you, you you think of like a Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, I mean he's he's probably gonna have some knee problems just from running that much. Oh, yeah. He's a seven oh, foot yeah. tall guy oh, yeah. running yeah, yeah, four yeah, miles yeah. a day. But. At the same time, though, he's not, you know, when he's on TNT and he's some colored commentary or whatever, he's not going to be as beat up as brand Charles new, Barkley's. Brand well, new fucking knees in a little bit. Yep. Yeah, he, he's still going to be striding around. You know? yeah, so that, you're not going to want to cry what, when you see what, him on TV. One of the things that you saw it early on in those types of guys' careers, um, they weren't, they were realistic with themselves. They knew, like, yeah. a guy like uh, Dwight Howard, I keep forgetting Dwight Howard's name, but Dwight Howard, the whole, like, big, player. strong, yeah. buff center guy, uh-huh. that only. That works when you're young, but after like 28, 20, like I mean, we've all been there. You've got to you've got to work technique yeah, more. You've got to work like, you strategy can only, more. You got to yeah. You can only hit the gym that many times to the yeah. point where you're like, oh, I better take a day off. Oh, like you know, like yeah. now you got to change your game. Now you got to work on the speed. You got to work on other things. You got to lose the weight. All of a sudden, like the the things that were working for you in your younger years, the strength mm-hmm. is like working against you now. Yeah. yeah, and it's and that's the same across the board. You know, an old quarterback's got to learn how to sit in the pocket if he used to scramble all the time. Pitchers got to change their mechanics over the years, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, that as, actual skill. As someone that big has to fucking adapt, have to adapt you their can't body. Can't be Michael Vick your whole life, yeah. man. No, no, you no. Cannot. <laughs> fucking. He only he to me, but, Michael Vick when he came back, he was only great because he had though that time off in prison. Yeah. yeah, he was able to recover. His body was able to recover. It's look, not like you had like what was it four or five months off and then you have to go back in yeah, the training no, camp he, and get uh, hit. He took that time. Look, look at Tom Brady. He might as well be in a wheelchair back there. Like the guy yeah. barely moves. Yeah. Oh my god. And he still wants to play point. You know, like he knows what he's doing back there. But I, th- I think a lot of these, a lot of these players are, are learning. A lot of these new big men, a lot, of, well, a lot of the players in general, um, they're learning first of all that they need to take care of themselves better, and they're also, uh, <coughs> they're also getting paid a lot of money, and it's not always guaranteed for injury. It's like, why the fuck am I going to take hits 
when I could lose some weight, step back out, and then just just make a fuck a long two. Not not make it a, you know a short two, a long two. Fucking just whatever. You know, the I think the last I I brought him up earlier jokingly, but I think the last guy that big that really just kind of gave his all and with little disregard for his body was Yao Ming. Like the last really. Um, I, I kind of hate name. I, I, I feel <laughs> like he was glass, though. I don't feel like he was like that, like dedicated. I mean, I mean, he yeah. was. That's that's a player you can be like, oh, that motherfucker was just tall. Yeah, he was semi-athletic, yeah. but if you shrunk him down to like six eight, he wouldn't have made the NBA. Like, no. There's a players like like okay, you look well, yeah, at like, a lot of, a you look lot at players these, like Duncan. Men, you shrink him down six eight, they're not going to make it. You know, he'd still be in the NBA. You look at Kevin Garnett. If he wasn't seven foot tall, he'd still be in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, shrink him down to six eight. He's yeah. not. He's he's not even on UCL. He's not even on CSUB's basketball right. team. Right, but <laughs> you but know? you but you look at the style of play, and he he played a lot like a big man that was. I mean, he was skinny. Here's he the thing about skinny. him, and I think he played a game like someone that was a lot thicker than him, and I think his body took a lot more damage than it would have anyway because of how physical he was and how he was just always right there in the fucking paint and you know getting his fucking broken ass feet stepped uh, on. And, <laughs> unlike and unlike Dirk, you know, like uh, Dirk would go in there and he'll yeah. like try to muscle guys. Like he'll get in there with yeah, Duncan. Yeah. He'll get in there with younger dudes than him. He'll go in there with Shaq. Shaq's later years, actually, Shaq's later years were kind of forgettable, but. He would still go in there. I'm trying to think of other like notable big men that he went up against. I guess Dwight Howard, in yeah, his prime. Dwight Howard. Yeah, it was um, like it was like Akeem Olajuwon where he had like that finesse. Like he can he can go. Yeah. He was like sewing mm-hmm. through, you know. And then I mean, he would just try to like bulldoze yeah. people. And then like he he when he would run into like the Shacks. When he would run into, I don't even remember when he played Tyson Chandler. When Tyson Chandler was a younger man. Yeah. Believe it or not, <laughs> you know. But the Hornets. Yeah. Or? Yeah. He would go up through then, and Tyson Chandler, all 125 pounds of him, <laughs> like swat him away. Uh-huh. Even yeah. back then, though. Tyson Chandler's always been underrated, man. Dude, I remember him in high school because I think he's the same age as me. He went to uh, Dominguez Hills, which is in Compton, right? Yeah. And my cousin Joel, he went to school in a school that played them constantly. He's like, man, I'm telling you, this Tyson Tyson Chandler kid is going to be something. And do you remember that magazine Slam? Yeah. He, I remember he was like, like literally, like the Christmas after my cousin told me about him. He was on the cover of Slam, like future players yeah. look for. But I think I still have it somewhere in my house. But yeah, it was just like he's he, like you're right. He's always yeah. been like that guy, and never you know like Marcus Camby, like where Marcus Camby like was christened to be like the next you know big you know powerful or whatever. Yeah, they never meant uh, meant to be like that guy, but they were one of the ultimate like role players. Yeah. Like Tyson Chandler, Tyson Chandler. <laughs> I remember Camby were always like great big men for like their role. One of the funniest things I remember Jacob ever saying was. Uh, I think the Rockets had just beat the Lakers or something, and Jacob was pretty pissed or something, and he's like, God damn "Fuck Yao Ming and his Bart Simpson hair." <laughs> 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 to this oh day, to this day, every time I that see Yao Ming, I remember. Holy shit! I remember <laughs> Yao Ming's haircut. Fucking. All right, Art. What was the point you were gonna make about fucking Dirk Nowitzki willing to come in and take some hits? Or? Oh, you know, he take he took the hits. You know, um, uh, I already forgot that was a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, who was that? Oh, Yao Ming. Yao Ming, I don't think, had, was willing to take those hits. Yao no. Ming was always like trying. He didn't even have a good step back, though. He just kind of like. No, but he, but he did spend a lot of time under the rim. So even yeah. if he wasn't bullying his way in there, he uh-huh. still set up. And so he was still taking a lot of damage that yeah, he did. a Shaq or, or a Tyson Chandler or fucking oh. even the not so big men, big men like Pau Gasol or fucking Andrew Bynum would have fucking taken, you know? And big men did take a lot of fucking beings. Yeah. Like you see some of those pictures of Shaq. And he always talks about it on his podcast. And I was like, yeah, I remember that one game against Portland. And then it's like, no, like, 
you see him, he'll post stuff like, okay, this game, it was like a throwaway game, like in like Charlotte or something like that. Yeah. And you got all five players trying to stop him or whatever. And like you said, yeah, like when you're 28, 29, like, yeah, you can do that. Just like, you know, soar through like all five players on the team. But once you just get to be like 32, yeah. 33 years old, it's just like. That same muscle that was on your side a couple of years ago. It's tearing yeah. up. That shit stays heavy, man. <laughs> it's tearing muscle. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that was all muscle, but yeah. Well, well, the thing that was the other thing about Shaq is like Shaq never really lost that weight. Yeah, like, he kept kind of gaining weight. Never yeah, really watch his weight. Yeah. And that's where his ego got out of control. Where he's just like, because he said I would purposely report uh, to training camp out of weight, so that way I'd have some kind of motivation during the season to you know some kind of adversary, adversary, adverse adversity adversity to overcome <laughs> he goes i would always make up stuff in my mind um a perfect example would be like his uh rivalry with uh david robinson where he said david robinson wouldn't shake his hand when he was in high school at yeah, he made that up and he said he made it all up just so you have motivation or whatever Damn. and you can't do that you can't purposely go into a no. season overweight just to say like i want to see how much weight i can lose during the season it's just like nah well you got to be this is where I started to gain respect for Kobe. Just like, nah, man, you got you got to come ready. You dude. have to like, work. You have I'm to already work here. I'm already putting in work. Yeah. You know, I'm ready game one, like to win the next championship. You know, can't be coming up. You know, the next season, 350 pounds or whatever. Try to slim down to 280 or whatever by the finals. Like that's shit. That's just gonna wear on yeah. you. Yeah. Body wasn't made to do that. And Jack even admits it now on his podcast. He's like, God damn, like the old, I could I could have been you know the scoring champion if it wasn't for all these injuries. You know, it's just like he goes, I look at all the games I missed, and then I put my average for those seasons. He goes, I could be number two at least right yeah. now. And it's just like, yeah, you could have, dude. It's just like that ego got kind of just out of control. The ego got in the way. That's it. That's all it is. I do think that after Miami, after his years in Miami, like that's that was like a total decline for him. That was when he became rent to check. Where yeah. he was, where he played for Boston, he played for the Cavs, he played for the Suns, the Suns right? Um, like just bouncing around, fucking forever. Uh-huh. That's where it's just like you could tell, like he's won all the championships, he's won all the accolades. There's nothing anyone could really tell him anymore. The only thing that was holding him back was just like, oh, I got one more over Kobe. Yeah, and it was just like that was the only thing. And he, everything else was trivial. He was already making like like how LeBron, you know, he made that transition to LA because he was thinking about what he's gonna do afterwards. Shaq was already put it in place. Yeah. You know, he was going back to. Get his masters. He was like, you're already investing in. Was he already fighting crime? Yeah, <laughs> he's already a cop. Yeah. Oh, he's always been doing that. But yeah, he was already like he had like investments in Atlanta. Like I guess he owned like ten uh, buildings in downtown yeah. L- in Atlanta or whatever. So he was already like his 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 mind was already halfway out of it. And we already talked about that like with Connor with Ronda Rousey. Like when you, when you, when you're when you're already oh. halfway out of it, like you're not in this game anymore. So Donald Cerrone's been posting for the past couple of. Uh, past couple of weeks at least uh, yeah I think a couple of weeks uh, like on Instagram and stuff that he was going to go back to lightweight oh he was fighting Khabib yeah. yeah yeah exactly he was going like lightweight and it was asking like really like you had some health problems like that was why you went to <laughs> welter to begin with why yeah. the fuck and then today he posts up I'm waiting for a guy and it's him and Connor's like oh fuck of course of course that's why you want to go back you want yeah. that money fight yeah. Okay. And you want that money fight, and then you, and then you for win Connor. That. He, that's what he was coming from. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if he if if he beats Connor, then we put him in line for a fucking title fight. You know what I mean? He's always said that the gold doesn't matter. Um, he just wants the paycheck and the fight. You know, he already has the most wins in UFC history and the most finishes in UFC yeah, history. But I, I guess he's getting to a point now. It's like, well, I need I need a, I'm getting old. I need a couple of uh, one or two more big paychecks, and uh, you know what? A little bit of gold on my way out wouldn't be too bad. He also has bad habits, though. Like, Jackson and Wink, they were talking about that. They, they were talking about how, like, he just goes, you know, back to Denver or whatever, and he just parties all weekend or whatever, and then he'll just accept a fight. 
like the next week or whatever, like that Darren Till fight or whatever, and it just gets obliterated, you know? And then, you know, gets, you know, motivated for one more fight and beats it, and then you think, oh, here, Cowboy's back. Then he does the same cycle again, goes out and rodeos or whatever he does, parties, drinks Bud Light. Well, part part of the the reason why he takes a lot of the, um, I got to imagine at least, he is one of the best paid fucking uh, fighters in the UFC, and he is one of the best taken care of. I mean, Conor has... Connor's gotten like individual big paychecks, but Cowboy has gotten consistency. Cowboy has been consistently been, been taken care of by the organization because he doesn't turn anything down. Exactly. So he's gotten to a point where it's like he doesn't matter what the fuck he does as long as he shows up and he looks halfway decent. Which more often than not, he looks halfway decent at least. Yeah. Fucking, you don't you don't end up with the most wins in UFC history for nothing. Yeah. You know, he could have he could have easily at least another three or four more, but that's neither here nor there. He is still, you know, the company man. What's Cowboy going to look man. like at 50, age 50? Oh, oh, he's going to have a, a, a short, painful life after oh, he's done fighting. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, that's, 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 I hope that fight never happens. He, that's so close to just having, like, Connor go fight a kangaroo at this point yeah. or something. Like, he, well, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Donald, Donald is still, Don, Donald's still put on a hell of a show. No, I know, but it, it's still, just like, after, uh, the but, whole thing after um, the Floyd Mayweather thing and then coming yeah. back and then, like, the whole bus incident. Like, they just need to, like, pump the brakes Go fight like Tony Ferguson or something, or figure something out where it feels more like the real UFC. Like once people start like dropping weight classes and doing that whole thing, it's just well, lightweight was Cerrone's original weight class. He wasn't lightweight for forever, but he's he's been but fighting forever, be like, so he be like moved DC, up because though, he like, was DC. Like let's say somebody in the light heavyweight division. Let's say they were to be, you know, the money fight or whatever. Nobody in light heavy. There's nobody in light heavyweight right now, unless you count John Jones and Gustafson, but. Okay, let's just say like somebody came up from Nigeria or whatever, and they're all of a sudden, you know, the new Connor, but of the two hundred five weight division. Yeah, DC is a heavyweight, and he's like, "Well, I want to get paid." Like, it's just I, I feel what you're saying because it's just like yeah. you're not doing it for what the right reason. You're just, yeah. you know, for check. At yeah, one see, point, the, I don't blame him, but at the same time, I'm just like, "Well, nah. he's calling out Brock." Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, he's calling out Brock. he wants he wants the money fight. Wait, who's who's calling sense, out Brock? DC is. DC is. Okay. DC's been calling out Brock. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. John Jones has been calling. Yeah, everybody's calling. John out Jones Brock. and Brock. That would be a good yeah, fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, um, I would like to see that. But yeah, but I, I get because the whole reason why um, DC went down to light heavy to begin with was because Kane Kane Velasquez was running heavyweight. Yeah. And he didn't want to have to fight his uh, his training partner. Oh, he even said so it too. He, like yeah. he posted that uh, that picture of Kane training. He's yeah. like. The belt will soon be yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so. Kane's finally coming back from another fucking injury. Which but, uh, yeah. Kane is one of my absolute favorite fighters of all Dude, time. He might be my just, favorite. Oh he my might be god. my favorite. Oh my god, I love him so much. Um, uh, he might be mine. No, no, no. Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo's my favorite fighter of all time, bar none. But, <sighs> but, like fucking Kane Velasquez is right there. Yeah. Um, but from Modesto. <laughs> uh, but but, that, but the same. But the same thing. So okay, that that's true because he had. But then okay, so DC moving up and down and whatnot was because he had. A, you know, a, a partner in the division you want to mess with. Which same I'm, reason, not, I'm not hating. Same reason why um, uh, Lyoto Machida moved up to light heavyweight was because he didn't want to mess with Anderson Silva at middle because they're buddies. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or maybe it was the but other way around. I think that's but, different. Though. But that's, it's, yeah, that's different. I think that's yep, different. But, that's well. different. but Cerrone, that's respect. Cerrone was the at lightweight for forever. I was watching him like in 06, 07 in the WEC. You know, him and Benson Henderson had some fucking great fucking fights. The WEC loved it. Um, he moved up to welterweight for health re- health reasons. You know, he he was just it was just having a hard time on him. So yeah. now a move back down. They've got to be telling him that paycheck's gonna be fucking great. Something's got to be going on because I, I I don't know I don't know. But I, I think there's so many better matchups. I think, it, I think you it, could still get the same amount of money with. 
I don't know if you get the same amount of money. You got freaking, uh, oh shit, what's his name? He's Exactly. Oh god, no, it's because I'm tired. I'm tired, uh-huh, but uh-huh. it's been a long been a long week, guys. I haven't I didn't sleep at all last night due to a pinch speaking of getting old, having that fucking pinch nerve in my back. But, um <laughs> I think Khabib gets Ferguson next and that would be that that's great. But I still Khabib don't think it's the money versus fight. Ferguson. Here, I'll oh, tell you yeah, this. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I mean, yes, Khabib is the new king of one fifty five, yes. as he should be. He's he's the best. But he, it's like it's like when Holly Holm had the the bantamweight belt. It's the star diminishes a lot. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of drop off right there. Yeah. Chael said it best. Connor woke up that morning of the fight. UFC's biggest star. He woke up the next morning. UFC's biggest star. He woke up this morning. The sport's biggest star. I mean, that loss doesn't do anything. He's still the go. biggest star. You look at Ronda Rousey. She got absolutely humiliated her last two fights. Oh, yeah. She can go off and do anything still, and her star is still overshadowing yeah. anything anybody in the women's division is doing now. You said it yourself when we were watching the Karate Hottie fight. You're like, I, to be honest with you, I don't know anything about any of the girls right now. Yeah. And it's just like, you don't have to because, I mean, none of them are really big names. You know, no one's really carved out a name or a star yeah, not, for themselves. Not, not, that, not I get that. Kind of mainstream, yeah. I get that, but at the same time, that's like, Bill Russell's probably like, you know, 11-time champion, probably like one of the greatest big men of all time, but if you showed up to the NBA right now and tried to ball in right now, it probably wouldn't work out too well. No. I feel like no. we're getting closer and closer to that point where it's like, Connor, you gotta show us something. Yeah. Like, you haven't really showed us anything in a while. Like, it's starting to get to that point where it's like, you're either he's just, he's like one foot in the door, one foot out. Like you know the Ronald Rousey. Like you, I will, I will you need to either go acting or you need to go do something. You're still a big star. I get that, but big star doesn't like that's that's not you know Bill Russell is still Bill Russell. He still has the eleven championships, but that's not going to go like if the Celtics sign Bill Russell right now to go <laughs> at center. That doesn't mean shit. Like that's just kind of like yeah, that's cool. I guess I will say but though I, with with McGregor, part of it is is his absence. He has before these this two fight losing streak and one of those being against fucking Mayweather. It's really um, just a one fight. He was losing yeah streak. he he was I mean he was plowing through everybody. I think the Mayweather thing so really it was the, fucked him up, man. He shouldn't have done that. I don't that. think so because I mean you look at it that like the day after the fight, yeah, that was a big loss for him. But afterwards, it's just like all money after that. Yeah. It's just like it doesn't it doesn't look like a, a stain on his record at all because it's just his boxing record, his UFC record. He. He was going in, like you said, he was just plowing through uh-huh. everybody. He was going through everybody like it was nothing. Yeah, he lost to Nate Diaz and then came back and avenged it. Beat Nate Even though. the loss to Nate Diaz well, it didn't look that bad because he was winning the first round. He won half of the second round, got tired. Got Nate even said, he goes, I saw it where he got tired. I kicked him. We were both talking shit. And he wasn't saying much after that. And I was like, all right, I'll just take him down with jiu-jitsu. End this right now. Uh-huh. And it was just like even that loss didn't look too bad. So it was just. By the way, that's one of my favorite, one of my favorite finishes of all time, just because of the fucking Nate goes for the rear naked choke, fucking Connor blocks it with his fucking blocks it with his fucking chin. He's got the chin down. Nate can't get it in. Nate fucking punches Connor in <laughs> the temple. Right. Connor's head pops up, and then Nate sinks it in. Fucking love it. it that beautiful little sequence of I can't get it, getting pop. All right, it's open now, and then get in there. <laughs> oh, it's one of my favorite. Favorite submissions in Pretty the world. Pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Fantastic. But yeah. No. Right. I'm sorry, Art. That earlier though, it looks like that we're gonna have to make this a mini so it's a Oh good no, t- it's fine. All right. Your little sexist comment about the WNBA. Oh, what is <laughs> you bleep bastard. It out. You just bleep it out. Yeah. I think about the WNBA. And then the beep. I say beep. <laughs> 
Sure, let's talk somebody, about NFL. Somebody is so really fucking they, annoyed uh, right now. They never, they ma- never made Khan defend those belts, right? Uh, he, he never, no. Well, the first, the first, the featherweight belt, they stripped him of because he made the jump up to lightweight. Yeah. And then he was saying that he wasn't sure what we're going to do. Dana said, you know what? We can't have this happen. We're going to have to strip you of that other belt. Um, so he won. So he, he walked in the featherweight champion. He walked out a double champion, I believe. And yeah. I believe the next day they stripped him of the featherweight belt. So, yeah. so he never got the chance to. He never got the chance to uh, defend the featherweight. Which he said. And then, remember when um, Frankie Edgar was going to fight? Ah, oh, shit! I forgot he was going to fight, but that that fight fell apart. And then Connor was like, "Well, I'll go in." Yeah. And then White's like, "No, we can't have you just go in last second. Right. Connor's like, "Why not? Like, I'm ready to go." Right. And he was just like, no, like too big, basically too big of a star. We need to put more promotion behind this. Yeah. And he's like, no, I want to fight Frankie. That's the only guy at 145 I have not fought. He goes, yeah. I want to fight Frankie, which they actually get along well. And he's like, no, we got to build this up. Yeah. But I can't just have you go in. And it's just like, God damn. Yeah, like, but he never had the chance to defend the featherweight. And then he was so, he was inactive for so long that they just stripped him of the lightweight. So technically, um, if you want to talk about lineal, uh, Connor Khabib would have been for the lineal title because Khabib, Connor fought for a vacant title uh, and he beat Al Iaquinta, which I kind of wish Al Iaquinta had won only because that would have been the like the craziest week in MMA history. Yeah. If Al Iaquinta had beaten Connor uh, Khabib for that for that match and that would have been like the greatest 30 for 30 like in 20 years <laughs> ever. <laughs> Well, yeah, because you have Ferguson fucking, he tears his MCL or yeah, whatever, yeah. walking indoors with fucking sunglasses on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then the unbeatable fucking Russian fucking loses to fucking little fucking uh, five foot four real estate agent. But that was, that was uh, uh, Holloway also thought about trying to come in and he couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, that's Early, right. Earlier in the week, that was when uh, Connor hit the bus with Dolly. Mm-hmm. Um, there was all the shit where he was. Even uh, that story ra- gets just like more keeps coming out about that story. And it's just, that should, that that should yeah. be a movie in 10 years. No, directed. Don't give that fucking, don't give that publicity. That was a stupid fucking thing. No, no, not just the dolly, but everything yeah. pre- predating yeah. the dolly. Like it just, like it just gets bigger and bigger. Just the international relations yeah. of it all. We're just talking about two little ants yeah. and a bigger, two uh, bigger rival colonies that we're yeah. talking about here. But uh, Mike Yesa was hurt because of that. Ray Borg had to get out because of that. Rose Namajunas was almost uh, uh, like freaked the fuck out. Like if Ally Kings had won, that would have been the end to like the craziest fucking week ever. Yeah. But he would have been a folk like I, I people would have written fucking uh, folk songs about him. I would have huh. written a fucking folk song about him. You know what I mean? His, the, <laughs> and he's Italian too, isn't the, he? The legend of Raging Al. You know what I mean? Fucking from go buy Raging a house Al. from him. Buy a fucking house from Al. He looks like Jake LaMotta from fucking Raging Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, have you seen the picture of him uh, in flip flops, like with a, a, a track uh, jacket on? But the zippers down part way, so you see all of his fucking gold chains. Yeah, and he's like, and he's got the the American flag behind him. Like, that's his business that, card for his real estate. That agents. would have been our fucking champion. That yeah. would have been amazing. Dang, that's amazing, dude. Yeah. Anyway, hey, Ben Askren was the guy I was going to talk about. That's the, that's who I was going to say Cowboy oh, should have yeah. fought. Ben Askren, yes, who's probably going to fight Khabib if all goes well. No, no, no. Ben Askren's Walter. No, I know, but Khabib can easily oh, be Walter. Oh, oh, if he goes up, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> easily, he can easily. Homeboy's weighs more than me. No, the the uh, the plan is he's gonna get um, Robbie Lawler first. No, I know he's gonna get Robbie Lawler first. But if he goes through Robbie Lawler, beats Robbie Lawler, which I think he can. Yeah, um, he should. Um, I, I I really he's. He's called out half of the fucking division. Like, the one guy he did not call out was fucking Robbie Lawler. Well, Robbie Lawler doesn't talk <laughs> shit. That's why. But, um, no, yeah, he should beat Robbie Lawler. I, you know, I'd be surprised if he doesn't. But, yeah, that would be your next fight after two fights down the line for both gentlemen. 
Yeah. Need that. I, so. I think, honestly, Ben Askren is, has already proved himself enough. That's the Khabib basically uh, outside of the UFC. I think, I, think, I think Askren deserves a title shot second or third fight. Yeah, second fight. I, I, I really do. And I think, I, think he, he, I think he can beat Woodley. I really Just assuming that he can actually get his hands on Woodley and Woodley doesn't just, you know, backtrack throughout the whole fucking thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> I like one for Woodley. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, it's, I, a, it's, it's the wheel keeps spinning. We have some people out, but the wheels just keep spinning. It's like last week. Potential flyweight's going to be gone. No, it is gone. They're saying the flyweight's going to be Well, there's still going to be some fights. Um, TJ Dillashaw is going to move down, and uh, Henry Cejudo is not going to go up to bantamweight. TJ Dillashaw is going to move down to 125 and then fight him. But they're saying that um, so that way he can get a double belt and right, retire the division. Right. That's but, but between now and then, uh, my guy, my fucking guy, Alex Perez, is going to be fighting uh, Joseph Benavidez at the end of the month. Oh, really? Fucking yeah, man. Fucking uh, Alex Perez, local, like, local-ish boy, Central Valley from Lemoore. Oh, that's the guy you want. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah, fucking love that dude, man. Fucking, uh, I sent a peanut butter last fight camp because he didn't want like the protein because he's trying to keep away from getting tainted by shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, fucking uh, no, I, I saw him fight at a uh, Staples Center uh, a couple of months back, and he just he was the he wasn't the, the the main prelim, but I think it was right before UFC Fight Pass main prelim, and he just just fucking put his hand all over this dude that they were saying that was undefeated and they were saying was you know in a year's time he's gonna be fighting mighty mouse for a title and alex Perez got his hands on him and just fucked him up and it was it was impressive it was impressive so you're hearing you're if you're hearing it here first fucking alex Perez, man go go keep an eye out for him that's the name to follow right now you know assuming that there's still flyweights you know in a month or so but uh no that's that's i'm fucking stoked about that fight fucking Perez and better be this that's it. Enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> we got it there. Uh, 42.